Good job, guys. Well, let's get to it. Uh, God's Word. Um, direct your attention to the screen, and I'll read our scripture for the morning. This is from the Old Testament, from Deuteronomy 6, beginning at verse 4, and this is the first of the Ten Commandments. God's Word. Hear, O Israel, the Lord our God is one Lord, and you shall love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your might. As you know, we're in a series on bringing balance to your life. And somebody might say, well, whoa, that's not good. That was not balanced at all, son. Thank you. Um, somebody might ask, uh, uh, what does bringing a balanced life have to do with my relationship with God? And I would answer that by simply quoting uh, what somebody has said, that, that God's gift to us is to love us unconditionally and to save us through his son, Jesus Christ. And our gift back to God for his gift to us is the way we live our lives. And so when we live our lives in a balanced kind of way, uh, we're really giving God a wonderful gift. And we're giving ourselves a great gift too, folks, because we are less stressed, we're more at peace, um, we're more productive because we do less, but we do it better. And our relationships are more solid because we have more of ourselves to give. So the message this morning is then we need to do less to have a balanced life. Now that's hard because culture tells us the opposite. Do more. Keep doing more. More is better. Well, There's a very simple illustration that shows why that is not true. Picture the time that God gives you every day as a pie. Doesn't matter what kind. My favorite's pecan. Uh, if you were going to make me a pie, I would say it should be pecan, just, just saying. Um, it's a pie. That's what God has given you this day. Now, you know, when you serve pie to people, you can cut that in six pieces, right? And they each get a nice chunk. If you try to serve 12 people out of the same pie, they're going to get a small piece. And if you try to serve 20 people out of that, they're going to get a tiny, tiny sliver. You know, when you keep adding more things into your life, it's like trying to serve more and more and more people out of the same pie. It doesn't work. And what happens is all of your projects, all of your relationships, and God keep getting smaller and smaller and smaller and smaller slivers of you of your time, your energy, and your love until you reach the point of total ineffectiveness where you don't do anything well and you don't do any relationship well either. And so that's what we're trying to avoid by suggesting do less, 
But now the key is you have to choose carefully, don't you? If you're going to do less, you have to be very careful what you say yes to. All right, so here's, here's the issue then. What is the best use of your time? What's the best use of your time? If you can figure that out, you're going to live a balanced life. You don't go to culture for the answer to that, by the way, uh, because culture has a messed up value system, and culture will tell you what you need to spend your time on is money, prestige, power, pleasure, accomplishments. But we go to God's Word to tell us what is the best use of our time. And the first thing His Word says is right here in the first commandment. You shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, soul, and strength. Heart is with your actions. In other words, obeying God, doing His will over your will. And Jesus said that. He said, if you really, really love me, you will what? What's the rest of that scripture? You will keep my commandments. So when you love God with all your heart, you're loving him in what you do. Um, and uh, the more obedient you are, the more you love God is what it comes down to. And then with your soul, that's with your emotions. Um, you should be passionate in your love for God uh, in the sense that uh, you love your spouse, your uh, fiancé, maybe your best friend with real feeling and emotion. That's the way you ought to love God. And then with your strength, some translations have it might, but that's the intensity of your love. That's saying love God exceedingly, extremely. And you roll all that together and you love God in the first uh, commandment sense, that is the best use of your time. The best use of your time is also to love people. You know, when uh, the rich young ruler came to Jesus and asked him, uh, what is the great commandment? Jesus quoted from Deuteronomy chapter 6 and said, love the Lord your God with all your heart, soul, and strength, but then he added something to it. And love your neighbor as yourself. In other words, love people just as intensely as you love yourself. Now that was not new with Jesus. Jesus also got that from the Old Testament, but the new thing was Jesus put that thing together with the love God commandment as if to say you can't do one without the other. You see, you can't love God and not also love people because if you, if you do, then your love for God is deficient. First Corinthians 13, the great love chapter says, make love your goal. Make love your goal. Sometimes people come to me and they ask me, uh, what is the goal of life? What is my purpose for being in this world, and they think I'm going to give them a complicated answer. I always say, love God, love people. You see, it's that simple. 
what, what does it mean to love people concretely? It's not just an emotional thing. It is a, an action-oriented thing. It means to do them good. The Bible says about Jesus that he always went about doing good. You know, if at the end of your life, somebody could put on your tombstone, she, he, always went about doing good, that would be the highest compliment they could give you. Because that's exactly what Jesus did. He loved people by doing good to them. When Jesus says, love others, he's saying life is really just about relationships. Your job is pure and simple just to pour your love into the lives of your friends, your family, and strangers. You know, uh, friends, uh, nobody at their death has ever said, gee, I wish I'd worked harder. Doesn't happen. But a lot of people at their death say, wow, I wish I'd loved my family and my friends better and more. And then it's too late. So if you ever have to choose between things and people, you've got to choose people. Love people. Do good to people. And that is the best thing you can do with your time. Love God, love people. Third point I want to make with you this morning is the best expression of your love is always time. It's always time. Why is that? Well, it's because you have so little of it. In Psalm 90, it says, For even if our life is 70 or 80 years, yet our days are short and they soon fly away. You don't have much time on this earth. And when you give part of it to somebody else as a gift, that is a sacrifice. Because, number one, you don't have it for yourself. You give it away to somebody in, in the way of doing something to help them, you don't have it for yourself. And number two, because you can't get it back. Now, you can't say that about money. You can get money back if you give it away as a gift. You can work harder, you can work longer, and you can recover that money. Not so time. When it is gone, it is gone. Jesus had only 33 years on this earth to live his life. Not a lot of time, but he gave a lot of that time to people. And here's the thing. Jesus could have had a lot more time to live, but he decided instead to trade that for dying on the cross for our sins so that we could have salvation. You see, love equals time equals sacrifice. Now, I know somebody's saying, well, Ken, how do I get more time to have with my family and friends. There's only one way, friends. That is, you've got to take some of the time you're now wasting and you've got to give it to the people you love. 
You say, well, I'm not wasting time. A survey was done recently that said the average American adult spends outside of work five hours a day watching TV, on the smartphone, or on the computer. Five hours. Which means that's the average, so some of us are spending more than that. That's 1,875 hours a year, or get this, 77 straight days wasting time. I want to challenge you today to take just 15 of those minutes each day and give it instead to the people you love in the way of a quality relationship. And, and it has to be quality. You can't be uh, trying to talk to your family and you're looking out of the corner of your eye at the TV <laughs> or thinking in your mind about your list uh, that you're going to need at Publix or all the work you should be doing at the office. That doesn't work. See, that's the problem. We're with our families, with our friends, but we're not really with them. We're there in body, but not really emotionally. So connect emotionally, listen, empathize, 100% focus. Now that is hard to do, and this is where we need God. He has to change our hearts. That's always got to be a God thing. You know, we have to pray, God, please give me a desire to be with my family, to be with my friends more than anything else so that I carve out that time. That's the only way it works. Otherwise, we'll find something else to do. And you know, if you pray that prayer, God will always answer it because he wants you to have rich, rewarding friendships and family relationships more than you do. And he will make it happen. Will you meet the challenge today? 15 minutes per day, less on TV, less on computer, and more with the people you love. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, we pray a sincere prayer to help us to devote more time, Lord, to people because they really count. And that you help us be fully present there in those relationships, in our minds, in our hearts, as well as with our bodies. And also, Lord, may we give you the time in worship and in prayer that you so richly deserve. Help us, Lord God, to bring more balance to our lives. In Jesus' name, amen.